More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly with our guest co-host Tony Smith. Before the break, we were playing a clip. Yesterday, there was a march for Israel in our nation's capital. And one of the speakers was CNN political commentator Van Jones. And he delivered about a five-minute speech outside the National Mall. And it's basically, he expressed his support for the Jewish community, both in America and Israel, in light of the israel Hamas conflict and the recent rise in anti-Semitism. Where it got a little bit controversial, and we're going to play the clip now, is a comment that he made about Muslims. You be the judge. Here's the audio. Do something about what's happening here. Let's take a stand here against anti-Jewish bigotry. Let's take a stand against Muslims. Okay, so let me let me just read again what he said because and it was interesting because after he said it, people started to boo him. And he appeared to try to clean it up. Let's take a stand against Muslims. Let's take a stand against Muslims. That to me right there contradicts when you say things like we don't we don't we don't condone any type of hate. We don't condone any type of discrimination. And he goes on to talk about, you know, I definitely don't want any Jewish daughter, which I just learned this morning to change her name in order uh, in, in, in her rideshare app in order to be able to drive safely, knowing that she's Jewish. I don't want any rabbi to have to go and buy an extra can of white paint just to be able to paint over a uh, basically a, a racial a racial term over a synagogue. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want any Jewish son to be afraid to leave his dorm room. And he goes on and on to say that. And he says, what I do feel powerful is to maybe do something about what's happening here. Let's take a stand. Now, this is where as part of his speech, he's giving you the what. Like, this is what's happening. This is what we are against here on, on this march for Israel. But this is where it got interesting because he literally said, quote, what I do feel powerful is maybe to do something about what's happening here. Let's take a stand here against anti-Jewish bigotry. Nothing wrong with that statement. It's very healthy. But then he goes on to say, let's take a stand against Muslims. And if you you listen to it carefully, he appears to lose his train of thought (laughs) as he said it, because I think it registered what he said. And then he went back to saying, let's take a stand here against hatred. Let's take a stand here against hatred of all kinds, because you can't say let's let's support a certain community. And then in the same sentence, say, let's take a stand against another community. If you're truly saying we don't condone hatred of any kind. Exactly. Tony, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I, I, see, when it, when he starts talking and he, he starts talking about Jewish and Muslim, first thing I think of, like, these these aren't races anyway. These are religions. 
Like you say Jewish and Muslim, those are religions. So he's taking a stance against the Muslim religion. Like I don't I don't even understand what he's saying. I think I think you hit it. Like he was just talking, you know, you get caught up in that political speak, and if you ain't on a, a script you let something come out that you didn't really mean to say and it's like too mm-hmm. late and I already got out the bag. You're like, okay, now let me just go back to what I was saying before. So, you know, people get hyped. They in those situations. They want to deliver this speech. They want to get all this this praise and this momentum going in the crowd. They're trying to get the crowd behind them. And it's just like, talking dude, like you just got a hundred million dollars. Yeah, That's I, how you I, talk. I, like I say, I just <laughs> I I think I think a lot of people also get confused. Like I, I think a lot of people think that like Muslim is a race or Jewish is a race. And but, it's like it's just not. Tony, let's let's give the back uh, like timing is everything. And if you were listening yesterday, Denise rolled out a list of what Donald J. Trump plans on doing if you got he's you got the playbook elected. No, he yeah. was just some of the things that he's he got said. His agenda. He's got his agenda out there. So, and one of them was what? Trump wants to reenact the Muslim oh, yeah. ban. Yes. So he just put this out there, and then Van comes up, and even if it is a slip of the tongue, the timing of it, it seems like you're backing someone else who made a, a crazy statement as well. So, Van, like you said, Tony, you like, get caught up in those moments. You end the speech. The, the Muslim ban see, is stupid. Yeah, if, it, I, if I'm a like Muslim, said, I'm, so I'm Catholic. I'm not Muslim. Okay, thank yeah. you. I Well, and my thing is, as soon right, as you so say, right. right, as soon as you say, what I do feel powerful is maybe to do something. I'm like, okay, because as as someone who has authored speeches for executives, it's always what's the call to action? What do you want your audience to leave with? whether it's something that you want them to do, demonstrate, behave, whatever. So he was in closing, he was he was doing the right thing in terms of saying, what I do feel powerful is to maybe do something about what's happening here. Let's take a stand here against anti-Jewish bigotry. Let's take a stand against bigotry of all shapes, forms, or sizes. No, he didn't say that. What he said was against anti-Jewish bigotry. Bigotry, and then he goes on to say, let's take a stand against Muslims. And I'm like, wow, bro. Like, you... You could have left that whole sentence out. Do you think he was on, like, he was reading off of a written speech? Or do you think that was off the top of the dome? I think it was off the top of the dome because, again, um, as someone who, you know, that's my profession. I'm a communication coach. When he made the comment, and again, I quote, let's take a stand against Muslims. At that moment, it was was apparent that he was losing his train of thought because he was like, "Uh uh-oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. Because he was like, uh, uh, and let me be clear, Van Jones is very articulate. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. saying articulate in the sense of like, you know, when a black person speaks well, oh, you're very articulate. I'm not saying, I'm like, he's legit an articulate speaker. He is someone who, you know, I always talk about debating. He would be, he's a great debater. I've seen him at debate on television, but, you know, everybody makes a mistake every now yeah. and again. And I just think Van Jones you, you you made a mistake. You came up. <laughs> you and here's the thing. It's interesting when black people, for me, Truth Nation, want to know how you feel. The Truth Talk and Text Line is 833-212-1017. It's interesting when black people like Van Jones, who have a highly visible public profile, who have a lot of influence, and their voice is powerful, 
use it <laughs> in this capacity because there's just some some topics, including myself. There are some topics I'm not touching. Yeah, yeah. And, and you what value know, is it going to bring? Exactly, because Correct. again, if he would have left that sentence out, it would not have changed his speech. It would not have exactly. changed his tone. So, I mean, one sentence can can break it. It may not make it, but it could definitely break it. Has 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 there been any uh, backlash yet for oh, Van Jones? Black Black Twitter has come for him. Um, Instagram, there's a lot of black civil rights advocates that are also coming for him using, how should I say this? Um, describing him as a, uh, it, it rhymes with the word moon. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's been a lot of reaction from the black community about Van Jones comment. You know, that the animal that runs around your garbage, the rat. <laughs> yeah, that. And you know when we say it about hey, somebody ourselves, somebody finished my word. Rah. That's that ain't good. Yeah, that's, that ain't that ain't good. That ain't that good ain't PR, man, Jones. Yeah, you 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 probably need to call Kim Kardashian and say, hey, you know what? What can we do to focus on? Uh, freeing black men that have been unfairly incarcerated. Let's let's focus on that man. Let's go back to that. Right, right. Chill well, out on the speeches for a little bit. Well, DT, the text line is blowing up. Truth Nation, keep hitting us up, 833-212-1017. I'll run through a couple. Here's one. The most upsetting thing about it all is that it's a, it's all religion, as Tony said. You can choose to not be either. Biblical conflict, it's ridiculous. A religion is not a group of people. I thought it was an ideology. Absolutely. Tim says, I thought – based on the genocide being Jewish can be a race. Hmm. Interesting. There have been so many conversations. Say that again. Tell about, us. What's the last one? It's that Tim says, I thought based on, wait a minute, it just popped on me. Uh, I thought based on the genocide being Jewish can oh, be a race. I got you. There's been so many conversations and we've had a few of those subject related conversations here on truth be told with DT and telly. This is the best way I'm going to respond to that. Cause I don't necessarily have the answer, but there to this listener's great point, there is a difference between race, ethnicity, nationality, and religion. Correct. And we as humans who are living now in a global world, what do I mean when I say that before the internet, before social media, outside of what the news chose to report to us, these types of conversations were not at the forefront. And, and when I say these types of conversations, particularly around ethnicity, race, nationality, ethnicity, and religion. So I'm going to take it upon myself to do some more research on what the difference truly is, especially as it relates to what's going on um, between Israel and Palestine. It, it, yeah. It's important. Now, I will say this as a black woman who lives in America. I've got just as many significant questions I need answered in in this country, i.e. why Senator Latanya, Latanya Johnson get reprimanded for <laughs> for saying the F word. And you got senators and stuff about to knock out, drag out on Capitol Hill. And it's crickets. Oh, man. 
Yeah. That's all I'm right. saying. So, yeah. Speaking of that, I got Kiana, some other priorities. <laughs> Kiana <laughs> makes a great point on the True Talk to Text line, Denise. Kiana says, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't planned. And there might be plenty of others that will let stuff like that slip. This is how planting seeds start. A Christian church phase. Uh, Is it phase or phrase? A Christian church phase. 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 It just means they are putting the thoughts into people's mental to let it fester for normality. For whatever reason, they want this on our mind. Conditioning. Slowly conditioning you. Wow. Great. Monica on on the Troop Talking text line says, let's take our knee off Van Jones' neck, who is perfect in everything that we do. Monica completely agree with you but guess what this is talk radio so we're going to talk about people that's what we do on this show <laughs> we ain't talking about draymond choking people out because it's not news <laughs> D- like okay y'all again draymond green put a player in a chokehold opposing player in a chokehold yesterday oh <gasps> really now if i said steph curry or give me another Denise, when, the last time, when the last time you seen a chokehold in the nba if i but I, no, here's the thing. What I'm saying, Tony, and again, you're crossing the line because I said I'm not going to talk about this. You keep bringing it up. You're trying to poke me. I'm not saying that we see chokeholds <laughs> in the NBA. What I'm saying is that D- Draymond Green has publicly told you that he's been diagnosed with some temperamental issues. He's, he was on a formal anger management program with Golden State. It's not news. He does it all the time, and they let him get away with it. So, anywho, next topic. But, Monica, <laughs> you are absolutely right. In terms of we are not perfect in everything that we do. I make mistakes every day. I'm sure everybody that listens makes mistakes every day, but this is talk radio. So when somebody like Van Jones makes a statement like that, we got to talk about it. Hope that helps you understand the rationale. All right. Now, we've been talking about the U.S. government. So to Monica's point, I will I will get off their necks for a little bit. I mean, we we're, we're, were we really on his neck, though? We we're just pointing out that you may have had a slip we on the tongue. We but really... I just had to remind Monica, this is talk radio. It's like that's like uh, the Kardashians doing a reality show and then saying, I don't know why everybody's commenting and coming at me. You let the world inside your life. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> love you, Monica. She says, thank you, sis. All right. Um, <laughs> Mike from Bill Rhodes said the score was zero to zero. I don't even know what he's talking about, but. No bike, he'll let us know. <laughs> on a more lighter note, we have some uh, interesting things going on in entertainment. Just so y'all know, this upcoming Christmas Day, if you celebrate Christmas, December 25th, if you don't, Color Purple is coming back to the box office. The original Color Purple, which is based off the Pulitzer Prize winning book, The Color Purple by... Alice Walker was originally produced by Steven Spielberg, Quincy Jones in 1985. It starred Danny Glover, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, Oprah Winfrey, and the list goes on and on. Well, Oprah Winfrey has partnered again with Steven Spielberg and Quincy Jones to produce the second release at the box office. So if you don't have plans as of right now to go to the movies on Christmas, Definitely want to check it out. Now, speaking of movies, about, what, tell you a month ago, we reported that Paramount Media Group, Paramount Global Media Group, the parent company of the Paramount Streaming Network, the Paramount Movie Production 
they rescinded their offer to sell Paramount, which also is the parent company of BET, VH1, Viacom. Mm-hmm. Tyler Perry, Byron Allen, P. Diddy, a.k.a. Love, a.k.a. Puff Daddy, a.k.a. He changed his name like Prince put out albums. <laughs> put their hat in the bid. And trust me, we know all those three brothers, they money long. Billion, 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 billion long. So basically, Paramount was like, psych, we changed our mind. We didn't realize that y'all had that kind of money. So we're going to go ahead and rescind the offer. Well, Paramount is showing out again. We're going to play a, a, a soundbite from an interview featuring actor Terrence Howard. Now, we all know Brother Terrence Howard. He played, he starred in the, the show Empire. He's played many, many roles, including Hustle and Flow, which 3-6 Mafia, who wrote the song that we're about to talk about, received an Oscar, Academy Award for Best Song. Check out this interview with Terrence Howard talking about Paramount. Paramount is showing out when it comes to us, and I don't mean in a good way. Check this out. This movie was going to be really no, transformative. Oh, no, check this out. I made $12,000 for doing Hustle and Flow. And then on top of it, <laughs> what Paramount did, instead of putting my name as Terrence Howard performing the, the songs, right. they put performed by DJ. Well, they own DJ. So guess what? The performance royalties went to Paramount. They went, Wait a so minute. They didn't go to Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard they went $12, to... All, that's all I ever made from Hustle and Flow. Everything else went right back into Paramount. So now I got to sue Paramount or send them a letter. Are you serious? I got to send them a letter to say, hey, you guys owe me about 20 years worth of residuals and, and performance royalties. But I didn't know. I was just, right, trying, right, I was just right. trying to pay my rent then. Did you have clowning over Reactions. there? Reactions. What, what you think, Tony? Like, what this, you think? This, this goes under... Um, not surprising, not shocking at all. These these kind of tactics have been going on forever. I mean, in all in all the walks of entertainment, the big companies taking advantage of the the people who don't know what they're doing. Like Terrence Howard talking about made twelve thousand dollars. Like, how old was he? He didn't know what he was doing. He had no idea about royalties or how to how to no, get his stuff. No, he actually did because prior to well, clearly he so did because he didn't get came out. Well, that that's we'll what talk I'm saying. We he he would have known back then. He wouldn't have let that happen. But Hustle and Flow came out in 2005, and before 2005, he had made a ton of movies going back as far as 1993. When we come back, we're going to hear more reactions from Tony Smith, our guest co-host, as well as Telly and Benjamin regarding Paramount paying Terrence Howard $12,000 for his role in the movie Hustle and Flow and also not getting any royalties for performing. What's the song? What's, what's the name of the song? Whoop that chick, you know get him! <laughs> wow! Get him! <laughs> that that obviously was on Ben Jamba's playlist. <laughs> You're listening to the best party show on planet Earth. Truth be told, with DT and Telly on the award-winning 101.7 FM, The Truth. We'll be back. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app, and 101.7TheTruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
Associated Bank sees small businesses as a community's greatest asset. Remember to shop local and support area entrepreneurs this season. Looking for business banking that meets you where you're at? Get started at AssociatedBank.com slash business. You've got this. Member FDIC. It's also college month on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth, and we want to help your young scholar get those free scholarship dollars. All month long, we will be highlighting local universities who offer full tuition scholarships and local organizations who help students find thousands of dollars in scholarships each year. So be sure to tune in to 101.7 The Truth all month long. So you don't miss this important information on how your student can go to college and be debt free. College Month on The Truth is sponsored by Educators Credit Union, American Family Insurance, Gruber Law Offices and Associated Bank. We're going to take that song, whoop that trick and put it in a box and throw it in the ocean. <laughs> I detest that song for many reasons. If you're just tuning in, I mean, there, well, get Terrence's right. royalties. Get Terrence's royalties. No, because I'm saying some of y'all don't have daughters. You talking about whoop that trick? We ain't playing that on this show. Not on my watch. Anywho, yeah, I thought that's what I thought. All right, uh, we were talking. Like, let me get back to my professional voice. We were talking about Terrence Howard, and he recently did an interview. Uh, about his experience making the movie Hustle and Flow and how Paramount basically treated him. Now, we were before the break, we were talking about the song that from the movie, from the film Hustle and Flow, which came out in 2005, it was not Whoop That Trick. And I know, I, I knew that wasn't going to be the song because I know the Academy would receive so many, so much backlash. <laughs> although the name True. of the song that actually did win the Academy <laughs> isn't that far removed. It's hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> wow. Won the Academy Award for best say. original song. Well, it is hard. It out wasn't. There, so. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, Jesus's Lord won the won the award. <laughs> well, you know what though. It's hard out here for a pimp. Hey, there are female pimps. But we talk oh, about whip trick. No. We yeah. ain't saying that. Yeah, that ain't dudes all the time, but go ahead, Denise. So let's let's play the clip one more time. This is Terrence Howard in an interview talking about what his experience was from a compensation standpoint with Paramount, who made the movie Hustle and Flow. It was gonna be really no, transformative. Oh, no, check this out. I made twelve thousand dollars for doing Hustle and Flow. And then on top of it, what Paramount did, instead of putting my name as Terrence Howard performing the, the songs, right. they put performed by DJ. Well, they own DJ. So guess what? The performance royalties went to Paramount. They went, Wait a so minute. They didn't go to Terrence, Terrence Howard. Howard. They went to $12,000. That's all I ever made from Hustle & Flow. Everything else went right back into Paramount. So now I got to sue Paramount or send them a letter. Are you serious? I got to send them a letter to say, hey, you guys owe me about 20 years worth of residuals and, and performance royalties. But I didn't know. I was just, right, trying, right, I was just right. trying to pay my rent then. Did you have? Hmm. Now, before we took the break, Tony, you were saying this is not a surprise to you. This is how the industry, the Hollywood industry, I should say, 
treats. Yeah, a even, number of actors. And, and yeah, and even like I was, I was saying a lot of entertainment uh, venues because first when I thought about that, I, the first thing I thought about was Ice Cube and NWA and Jerry Heller cheating them out of their money and Ice Cube getting the wind of it and, and leaving all that. So I'm like, this is this is typical corporate stuff. This is what they do. They try to. They nickel and dime you with technicalities and removing your name and all that stuff. That's that's what it made me think of. That's why I said that. One thing, one thing I find interesting about Terrence Howard's comments is, you know, he's going to send Paramount a letter, and he's basically going to sue them for the the royalties that he feels he deserves. I don't know about y'all, but first of all, the movie was made in two thousand five. It it came out in two thousand five. And before that, he had done a number of movies, including Dead Presidents, Mr. Holland's Opus, Sunset Park, The Players Club, The Best Man, Big Mama's House, all kind of shows. Or excuse me. Look, I'm, I just showed my Midwest side. All kind of shows. We call the movies. We don't say let's go to the movies. We say let's go to the show. To all the kind show. of movies. <laughs> right. All kind of movies. And he said something, Tony and Telly. I don't know if you caught it. He said, man, I was just trying to pay my rent. Sounds yeah. like he accepted the offer out of desperation a Kinda bit. Sounds if, like that. Did, <laughs> did you did you pick that up too? Because he said, "Man, I was just trying to pay my rent." Now my concern is this: you had a plethora of movies, a number of them which were box office hits. We could have just and, been talking trash too, like facetiously saying that. But see, that's the thing when you're talking about suing a major movie. Yeah. It you also say could be like, mismanaged money, too, as well. Could be that. Now, see, <laughs> yeah. and see these, are, these are all things that they could hold against him during that lawsuit. Because I was like, Terrence Howard, you should not have. I was cool with everything he said until he said, I was just trying to pay my rent. Now, I get yeah. you from your lens, Tony. It's like, you know, hey, you know, I, I got to eat, too. But in a courtroom, they may say, Mr. Howard, during the interview, you stated that you were just trying to pay your rent. You've made a number of movies prior to Hustle and Flow. Was this more of a case of where you were missing? I mean, you see what I'm saying? Like, that's, right. that's, but, the, that's uh, the system so, that we live in. So see if y'all, see if y'all got picked up on this, too. Like, for, uh, first of all, I thought he was saying that facetiously, but whatever. We don't know that. The other thing is, like, the way he said it, like, when you said, like, I'm going to sue it, but then you said, well, I'm going to send him a letter. That, to me, sounded like he knows that they know they did they did them wrong and they know they, they did the wrong thing. Like you can't say like DJ is a fictitious person. How are you going to pay a, a fictitious person? Like Terrence Howard played this guy. So they know they're in the wrong there. And he said it like, I'm going to send him a letter meaning like they're not really going to fight it. They're just going to go ahead and pay it. That's what it sounded like. So you, know, and, you were but, saying court. And, and, I'm like, I don't even know if it's going to go. They're going to be like, eh, fine. We'll just pay you. And, and it may not. And here's the thing. I, I'm not so much concerned about the outcome of what could be a trial, what couldn't be, what could be sell out of court. I'm not concerned about that. I'm just noticing there's a pattern with Paramount. Huh. You don't say. I'm noticing there's a pattern. <laughs> and that, on top what, of that. That's what I'm trying to get. Yeah. No, I was going to say on top of that, if uh, while we're researching, research how – Byron Allen was able to get nearly a billion dollars from suing Viacom, which is a part of Paramount. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why. And mm-hmm. it took him years, years fighting Paramount. 
But then once he was awarded what he was awarded, that's why he was able to go by the Weather Channel. That's why he was going to be one of the ones that was trying to take over Paramount along with. Oh, yeah. uh, Byron Allen's money is long, And it's long long because he sued them. And go back and find out why he sued them and how he was able to win. And then Terrence Howard should be thinking to himself, why did I get with that brother back then? Exactly. Yeah. Now, on the Truth Talking text line, which is 833-212-1017, someone says, let's not forget he was just kicked off Iron Man. Just kicked off Iron Man? That was like 15, 20 years ago, wasn't it? Anywho, let's not forget <laughs> he was just kicked off. I'm sorry? Uh, I said he, yes, he actually uh, left Iron Man, and actually he was the highest paid actor on Iron Man when uh, his role was was there. Okay, well, let me let me read this quote really quick. Or not the quote, but let me read what the listener is putting on the text line. Let's not forget he was just kicked off Iron Man as well for being greedy. That's why he was replaced by John Cheadle at that time. Okay, at that time. Um, Don Cheadle. I would, I would say this because when you use the word greedy, that's subjective. Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm assuming – that Terrence Howard, because my recollection is that it wasn't so much that he was being greedy. It was his behavior. He got a little, little egotistical and was coming on set acting as though he was Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> and so they were like, because at the end of the day, before they even started, like before they even started, uh, producing the movie filming the movie they had script reviews this was all my understanding was not based on terrence howard being greedy but he had some behavioral problems according to the cast Uh, and crew of iron man well and on top of that there could have been some behavior issues with hustle and flow we know anthony anderson went through a bunch when they were filming that movie, that's when he had that sexual harassment charge against mm-hmm. him that yep. apparently there was a female that entered his trailer, but that's a whole nother story. But who's to say Anthony Anderson was the only one behaving poorly on that set? Hey, but Maybe see, he was just the only one that got caught. Even, even that stuff, what y'all talking about now, this is, this is my point. Like the, the the companies the the paramounts the 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 big studios and whatever like i say any entertainment industry like you're mad because actors are you know maybe feeling good about their status and oh now it's a behavioral they got a behavioral problem uh how about what's going on at the top uh anybody ever heard of harvey weinstein what he was doing hey, at I'm the top with you. I mean, but the difference between Harvey Weinstein a fool forever, the, the, and he's, between, but ain't nobody saying exactly. nothing because he, he runs the place. So, but ain't nobody saying nothing. And, now, and he's white. Now you mad, right? Okay. You mad about an actor? Made, <laughs> let's, like, let's hey not man, that. I made this movie. I made that movie. I should get more respect. I should be treated just like you know. He ain't Robert Downey Jr. He ain't the lead character. But hey, I got, I got, a, I got, a, I got some nice credentials. Check them out. I, I need some respect around here. So yeah, I and and that's another thing too. <laughs> When the the listener said that for being greedy, I, I think as black people, as we are continuing to rebuild and reclaim our wealth that we are rightfully owed, we got to get complete with how we describe greed. Because when I like even with, you know, we were talking about the mayor's pay increase. We over here literally disputing a black man who's a husband and has children 
from getting some extra coins in his pocket. Come on. Now. I want to see black folks winning. I want to see black folks making money. And you've never heard anything controversial about Mayor Cavalier Johnson mismanaging funds. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, there is a black man who has a black wife, black children living in a city that, for the most part, it's is the most black. segregated city in the country. <laughs> and happens to be the most segregated city. But it's like, why, why is it when it comes to us as black people, we use words like greedy and they don't deserve it. When other races, the Jewish community, the Hispanic community, the Arab community, all kind of communities, the white community, they keep their money in their communities for a long time. But as soon as we start talking about making money and, oh, they're greedy. Oh, they don't deserve that. The mayor don't deserve no pay raise. He ain't been the job long enough. Let that brother thrive. Until he does, like anytime black people are winning financially, serving, whether it's entertainment, government, let them shine. Because I I can't, when's the last time you heard another Jewish person say to another Jewish person, what? You want a pay raise? That's ridiculous. You don't deserve that. <laughs> Hispanic, Asian, Arab. What all these stop me when I'm lying. But when our when our own people when, when are talking about you took from me, you I, I wasn't given what I was rightfully owed, then you see words like greedy or that's too much or he doesn't deserve that. Black people deserve every increase of wealth that we gain even if we don't work for it based on retribution as far as I'm concerned. I'm here for it. I'm here for black folks winning. Period. Period. Yeah. We got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to wrap up before we get into our truth of the matter. We're going to wrap up Thanksgiving etiquette. Tony, I'm so glad you're here today because I really yes. want your perspective <laughs> on Thanksgiving etiquette part two. Mm. Uh, the truth talking text line is 833-212-1017. Let us know how you feel about these remaining rules of Thanksgiving etiquette when we be back. When we return, we'll be back. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to the best morning show on planet Earth, Truth Be Told, with DT and Telly. We are coming to you live from the American Family Insurance Studio inside the avenue in the heart. Man, that's like, I was like, huh, huh. sorry about that, y'all. I mean, your ears probably like, uh. in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. We got our guest co-host, Tony Smith, in the building. Now, yesterday, we kicked off Thanksgiving Etiquette 101, and this article was featured uh, it was authored by the food network it was featured on cnn and as i was reading it i was like i wonder how many people that they surveyed were black so we talked about a few of them yesterday we're going to finish the remaining list but the, to recap according to food network as part of Thanksgiving etiquette, you need to bring something, even if your host insists it's not necessary. And for the most part, Truth Nation, we agreed about that. Bring something, even if the host says you can bring wine, some, some liquor, 
Just bring something. Uh, make one dish to feed them all. There's a lot of people with dietary restrictions, gluten-free. I'm allergic to this. I'm a vegan like Telly. And Truth Nation, y'all were like, eh. no. Black folks, we ain't about to be doing all that special stuff. You, you, <laughs> Correct. You, you either come in here, you're going to eat some fried turkey legs with grease. <laughs> <laughs> And lard. Molasses. Yeah, molasses, <laughs> lard. Um, number three was turn your dish into twice the gift. So basically, we kind of put it on taking, that too, though. Yeah, we kind of put it on that. So that was <laughs> what they were saying. You what know, is that? I don't once, even know what that once means. Once the food, okay, well, once the food is gone and the dishes are clean, yep. your host will have a brand new casserole, casserole dish because you brought it, either a cake stand or a ceramic bowl, and that will remind him or her of you. No. I'm yeah. out. Black folks, the I'm only out. thing that we He's bring like, um, in, no. Yeah. We are bringing the uh attention in terms of once the once the grace has been said, it's on. Like I'm making plates, I'm strategically putting them underneath my bed in the closet in a secret compartment in the refrigerator whatever, but that's our main concern. So, now let's get into the remaining. This is part two of Thanksgiving Etiquette 101, Truth Nation. Our truth talking text line is 833-212-1017. We want to hear from you. What do you think? You agree or do you not agree? Uh, Tony and Telly, we'll start with you. Don't cancel. Number four, don't cancel at the last minute. So, for example, if something comes up, and you are no longer able to attend Thanksgiving dinner mm. at your aunties or your parents or your cousins or your friends. Don't wait to the last minute. At eh. least give your host a week. Eh. Unless it's a true emergency. Eh. No, I'm not. I'm not buying that. No, because it's Thanksgiving. It's not like you're just having a few people over and you need a head count. Uh, you should have enough food regardless if one person doesn't show up or not. And it shouldn't be that big of a deal unless that person is bringing one of the main dishes. So, no, a week? Stuff happens within a few days, a few hours that well, you may need saying, to. It, unless, unless there's a true emergency, like some, you know, there's a death or an accident or <laughs> they said, or some organ in your body is bursting, <laughs> show up on time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, show up on time. I was gonna say outside now, y'all know of, my philosophy on tardiness, but yeah, go ahead, Tony. outside of real like emergencies, yeah, it's very, very rude to cancel. I mean, that's that's just that's just I don't even think that is up for debate. That goes without saying. Like, why why would you why would you say I'm gonna be there the whole time and all of a sudden, oh no, nah, I'm not going. Like, something better came up. You got a better dinner invite. <laughs> like, I don't I don't understand what what the other cancellation would be. And with and look like, and oh, with my, us, that's the, probably one of the reasons. Yeah, the right. Other, the other, my, I got a my, better my, offer. My, my friends and cousin having a better. Y'all party. serving what? <laughs> well, they serving so and so over there, man. I'm going right. over there. Y'all ain't got no hot sauce. Well, oh, hold on, I'm out. Right. For for me, it depends because I am I am a stickler on punctuality, and I do know that it takes a lot of time and effort to host a dinner. I've hosted several times. I you know I attended friends and family members that have hosted. However, with that being said, to Telly's point, it's Thanksgiving. And so I, I know like my mom, we tell her every year, well, we, we don't tell her, we ask her, we say, mom, you do not have to cook this much food. My mom will literally cook food for 50 people. 
and it's usually about six to ten so she wouldn't care she wouldn't care who showed up who didn't show up for her it's it's the experience of cooking and i think you know at minimum she expects her her daughter her only child and her grandchildren to be there but if we like if i called my mom what is today Wednesday, so Thanksgiving is literally a week from now. If I called my mom, let's say tomorrow and said I wasn't coming, I better have a good point. I better have a good yeah. reason, not point. Good, I better have a good reason. I, mean, I better have a really, the, really good reason. Look at all the things that circle, you know, the circumstances that surround that, though, DT. Like, you're the only daughter, and yeah, there are certain yeah. expectations. You're the only child. I mean, not just only daughter, only child. So there are expectations, but. I mean, if oh my God! I can hear a- all the Truth Nation listeners saying it makes so much sense now. She's an only <laughs> child. There you have it. That answers all your questions about me. Go ahead, Telly. <laughs> that make that answers that. You should have said that from day one, Telly. Go ahead. <laughs> well, you have said that on several occasions. I'm an only child. Have I? Okay. <laughs> it's not maybe it's all not fair. What people. It's not what it's cracked it up to be, but I don't. I don't want to yeah. digress. So yes, go, yeah, yeah, your yeah. Thought, so no, I, I'm saying that yes, it does make a difference if it's those situations. But if it's like an auntie or cousin, and everybody is supposed to be going over so and so's house, and it's a week from Thanksgiving, and you're not able to make it, it's like, hey, get over it. I mean, if I told you I was coming and I can't make it, it must be a really good reason. Unless you are one like, of those people that like, come along like, and be like, look, I, I got a better offer, so that's a better reason for me not to come. I was going to say, like, somebody got a better <laughs> offer. All right, here's the last one, y'all. Thanksgiving etiquette. <laughs> this is going to be – I want to hear everybody's reaction on this. Help clean Mm. Help clean no, up. No, that ain't I'm, uh, you know, I'm. Uh, this is not my forte. It's not what I. I got to do what I do best. <laughs> cleaning is not it. Yeah, I mean, I'm just in the way at this point. You don't really want me in there cleaning up. There's too many bodies. Look, look at Tony's been here before. He's he's like so. Oh, you don't want me. I'm. I would be more of a hindrance than I would. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be making a mess. Like this is not. This hey, is not gonna be good for DT, anybody. What better deterrent do you have if you'd be like, hey, Tony, wash the dishes? You know what? I'm horrible. There's gonna be stuff left right. over. I am not gonna clean it well. Of course, I'm gonna be like, well, never mind then. I put me. I'm in, not gonna still hey, say, well, do it in, anyway. Put me in charge of the music <laughs> while y'all cleaning up. I'll play some nice music for y'all to clean to. Uh, you know, boy, that's I'm hard. Gonna, I'm gonna do that kind of. I stuff. was gonna say. Man, that's that's an even hey, trade right you there. Gotta do what you gotta do what you're good at. You know what, Tony? For the sake of of of, of keeping the listeners liking you, I'm gonna go to break. I can take. Uh, I can also take the garbage and out. You're burning. DT, how about you're that? You're crashing and you're slowly burning. We come back. We're gonna wrap up wrap up with our truth of the matter. Out of any and everything that you agree with or you don't agree with regarding Thanksgiving guest etiquette, just do this one thing because I know for me it's a big deal. If you don't bring something. If you don't want to help clean up, just before you leave, give your host a big thank you. However you want to say thank you, however you if you want to write a thank you note, if you want to give him a verbal thank you, a big hug, hug him, whatever, just give the host a big thank you. We will be back with more. We're going to wrap up things with our truth of the matter. Stay tuned. We got, what, nine more hours of 11, or excuse me, nine more consecutive hours of live Black Talk Radio. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Guest co-host Tony Smith on 1017 FM, The Truth.
More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. matter is this the truth of the matter is i am tired and i am no longer going to tolerate hypocrisy especially when it comes to elected officials that look like me in this country that's my truth of the matter i'm putting all this in my back pocket period (laughs) benjamin what is your truth of the matter Ooh, benjamin's truth of the matter uh, Draymond, work, work on your, your mental health issues. Uh, something's going on with you, brother. You need some help. Um, uh, the Republican Party, y'all are in shambles right now. I know y'all saw Donald Trump get up there and ignite fire with inside y'all party, but don't follow that suit. We need better role models out here, uh, no matter what party you represent, re- Republican or Democrat. And Terrence Howard, you should have known better, bro. I've, I've been a fan of you since day one, okay? Uh, I don't know how you only got paid $12,000 for hustle and flow, but damn it, you need you need better. That's my truth of the matter. Yeah, he should have went old. Uh, what was that movie? Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, that sitcom when he was the record executive. Uh, oh, uh, Empire? Empire. That's Empire. what he should have went, yeah. He, yeah. he should have really turned. Lucius lying on him. That's who he was. The facts All right. He should have at least been uh, turned to DJ and uh, and slapped the taste out their mouth like he did Ludacris. Exactly. Sucked it down their throat. <laughs> you don't want to listen to my tape, man? You ain't trying to listen to my tape. <laughs> Tony Smith, what you got for your truth of the matter? Uh, I'm, I'm along the lines with Denise. Like We got to we gotta uh, pump the brakes. We got to... We got to do something about this. This our standards being lowered in society and, and becoming numb yes. to ignorant behavior. Like that, it's, I call. It, I think it's the Donald Trump effect. Like he just came in and did it so much. Like people just got used to it. Like oh, it's no big deal. So I, I think we got to pump the brakes. We got to somehow start to reverse that and get, get the standards backed up. You gotta. You know how it is when you go when you go in your mama house. You got to act a certain way. That's yeah. just the way it is. Like it ain't gonna be no. Oh, I'm gonna act a fool now uh, because that's how we do now. No, that ain't how we do. Let's, let's go back to acting the way we know we're supposed to act. Yes, civil. And my truth of the matter is going to surround around Van Jones. Van Jones is not perfect. He did may make a mistake. He had a slip of the tongue. But here's the thing. When you are trying to make a great speech or have something, it normally doesn't happen. Some of the greatest speeches were became great after the fact. Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech, that was ad-libbed. That didn't become so famous until after the fact. When it first happened, it wasn't the greatest speech or considered one of the greatest speeches. So with that being said, sometimes you're trying to do too much and make it more than what it has to be. You didn't have to include taking a stance against Muslims, and the speech would have been just as effective. So watch what you're trying to do because, again, Greatness isn't just provided at that moment. It is something that happens way after the fact. And with that being said, that'll do it for Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. As always, special thanks out to Tony Smith, our special co 
guest hosts on Wednesdays. DT, you already know what time it is. Well, we'll see y'all tomorrow. It's tomorrow's Friday Eve, y'all. We're going to have True Swiping and get ready for True Telling Hits, a special edition on Friday. We love y'all. Make it a great day. Up next, Sherwin Hughes. Peace out.